for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play, with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. 2022 is here, and I am super excited about it, man. We uh, we are kicked off this week right in the butt, man, with a bunch of meetings. Oh, man, it's been nonstop, but I tell you what, everything that we've been doing has just given me so much peace of mind. We know what's coming up in our near future, man, and yeah. we know what uh, goals we're going to hit and, and strive for. And It's, it's going to be a great year, man. It's going to be a great better. year. And we keep this series going. This is our MVP series, and uh, basically it is uh, our the guys that use the software. Yeah, you know, and right. and so we got Eric Boston. Uh, now you guys can probably see us. We got Eric Boston coming on. He's been using the software for a while. He's up in New York. Mm-hmm. Know it's cold as hell up there. We're going to talk to him about that. But and talk to him. Just dig deep, man. We want to hear about what's going on outside of detailing. What's going on inside of detailing? Right. Give us uh give us the rundown. Maybe he'll tell us about his goals coming up. But uh, yeah, he's an awesome dude, man. We've we've been um uh, been in communication for a while now, and uh, he's just an awesome guy to talk to. So I'm excited. We're going to have him on our show today. Cool. And um, he's actually going to be uh, helping us with a little uh, one of our, our uh, weekly features, I guess, within the, the show, our Hacker Hack. Are we switching it up a bit? We are going to switch it up a bit. We're actually going to have him help us out because cool. he's going to show us a little t- uh, hack that has to deal with the cold weather he gets up there that we don't actually get down here. Yeah, you know, so in our little, uh, like our pre-intro that we have when they come on, uh, I sat down and I was like, wow, it's cold up. I was like, it's really cold out here. And then I looked over and I'm like, wait a minute, where are you from? He's like, uh, New York. And I'm like, oh, shit, never mind. <laughs> oh, I know. I've been watching it's, those piled yeah. up snow pictures. Yeah, uh, he said there was a foot of snow. A foot. Nuts. I was I, like, yeah, it's 55 degrees here. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm freezing. Freezing. <laughs> I was like, can we get a heater put up here? Um, anyways, you guys might notice some uh, sounds in the background. That is our shop. So like you probably all know, this is recorded right above our detail shop. And uh, some of our goals that we're going to go over in a minute, uh, one of them is a shop renovation. So it's like literally going on right now, right. physically um, doing it. But before we get to our goals, before we get to our conversation, there's a couple things that we're doing at the end of the show. One is we're drawing for our $100 giveaway. That's a $100 gift card going to somebody that paid annual, an That's annual right. subscription um, over the um, over November and December. I think it was a couple months. Um, and then we are drawing for our next uh, episode. That's right. I don't know how many more of our MVP series we have. I know there's uh, at least one more because we've yeah. drawn their name today. Yeah. Uh, so keep listening, guys. At the very end of the show, we'll be drawing. Maybe we'll draw your name. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm saving a big one for last, by the way. I know his name's not in there, but he's a good friend of mine. Ah, okay. And I'm not giving it away. But we're saving we're saving the best for last. I think I know Actually, who you're talking about. Yeah, you probably do. No, everybody probably does. I know he's listening, and uh, just want. You know, I've, I've reassured him a few times that he was the MVP. Okay, so, good. Yes. So he's going to be on as we wrap that series up. I think we got another uh, four to five weeks or something like oh, that before we do. Oh, so, beautiful. Okay. Um, but look. Before we get into all that, let's talk about something. So it's 2022. It's everybody's new year, new me, right? That's right. Um, I like to call it New Year Improved Me. Oh, because, look. you know, I'm not starting over. I'm a right. person, man. I got that. You know, there's good stuff and there's bad stuff. We want to fix the stuff that's that's bad mm-hmm. and improve on the stuff that's good, you know? Right. And so it's not a new me. It's an improved me. Improved you. I yeah. like that. You should copyright that. That's coined. 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 There you go. 
Anyways, 2022. Yep. Detail bookie. What kind of goals you got? All right. So we had a wonderful year, man. It, it, you know, to, to come out uh, with our company during COVID, ultimately we, we came to market, you sure. know, at the very beginning of this thing. And, um, it, you know, it, we didn't get in front of as many people as we wanted to. But yeah. bearing all that, we still had a killer year last year. We did. And our goals might be a little lofty, but, uh, you know, I'm putting on 2,400 total customers by the end of this year, bro. Nice. Yeah, 2,400. I think you can do it. I mean, I... I've seen how many you put on. I mean, you know, Ryan has daily goals, and and listen, he's you know he's in touch with every one of these guys. He's making he's meeting his goals. So twenty four hundred, it's lofty, but I think you can do it. Um, and and I think it's important that our industry gets that many people on. I think the more that the guys can move over to software, mm-hmm. the better off it is. Whether it's our software or another software, we need you guys using software because it just helps the industry. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, I know that one a goal that I have for Detail Bookie uh, myself is to do more, to, to participate and then put on more um, of these training events. That's right. And I, you know, I'm really leaning towards, and, and I know we're going to talk about this in a little while, but I, I'm leaning towards the business side of things because, you know, one thing after we've been to a lot of these events is these guys know how to run a polish. They know, they, they, they know how to lay coding. Mm-hmm. They, they struggle with their business. And I'd like to see us make a move towards that. And that should be one of our goals, you know, as detail booking. I know we've talked about it in our meetings and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a big part of what we do is, is, you know, not only organization and and saving you time and actually, you know, trying to help you make extra money, you know, with things like add-ons and things like, I mean, so there's so many components there that are helping you on your business. But I think when it boils down to it, Dustin, you know, not everybody has that kind of business mind that you have. And I know that's something that you never stop kind of thinking about. You're always thinking about you know your businesses and how to make them all improve and and how to expand them and so i think that that you have a wealth of knowledge there that we can translate to these guys and you know i I get to pick up on it all the time you know that they actually hear me repeat the stuff you say and think i know what i'm talking about but uh (laughs) well you know and and that's good and these are things that they may not even understand they need to care about and we need to show them why so Definitely a good goal. Easy has got some goals. Everybody that follows us know that we own uh, that I own Easy In uh, Detail, and uh, one of our goals is our shop renovation, man. And we're super happy about this. We've already started it in December. We had a um, a big wall moved in our shop and expanded out. Um, we are um, installing some plates. That's what y'all hear the grinding that that hang up all of our hose reels, air nice. hose, and all. We've already had those stations built. We just needed something to hang them on. And we're putting in a new floor. We got AC coming in, and uh, man, it's just it's just going to be an awesome year. That's great, dude. I tell you what, those guys out there are going to appreciate that AC come July. Yeah, they're already appreciating the heat. Oh, okay. So we closed it in. If you know, you probably you guys may not know, but our shop used to be open on one end of it uh, for our boats, and so we did that to allow for the size of boats that we were bringing in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we basically closed that in, turned the way that the boats come in so now we're able to shut the doors and actually run a heater or run ac and so we're looking forward to that and uh you know so um record-breaking revenue year for us uh when i ran the projections out i do our budgets for all the companies but when i did easy ends i was uh i was quite um impressed maybe or or like excited yeah excited about um where our revenue projections are mm-hmm. and so um they're they're lofty as well sure um but but i'm excited to see and i can tell you if we hit these goals right here we may just uh we may get a new podcast table i don't know <laughs> oh man I, I like that and i tell you it's about goals guys don't don't you can't feel discouraged when the end of the year rolls around and you didn't hit your goal that you set we're trying to set lofty enough goals to where 
we, I mean, you know, we're going to have to every day, nonstop, get our, you know, to hit those numbers. But it does, well, you know. What's it, the saying? You know, you set your set your sights on the moon, and if, even if you miss, you still land around the stars. That's right. So yeah. you set these goals up there, and even if you don't, just say you're 2,400. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't hit it, what if you hit 2,200? Yeah. That's still nothing to, you know, that's still nothing to cry about, right? That's right. And, and going and, after 24 is what's going to get me to that 22, you it, know. It is. And so goals are, um, you know. They got to be wrote down. Mm-hmm. You know, I was telling you a minute ago, one of the stats that I'd heard that 99% of people do not write their goals down. Well, that means if you're writing your goals down, first of all, you're part of the 1% that do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and that way it's easy to keep on target. But then you take that goal and you break it down into bite-sized pieces. And that's something that we do. And we break it all the way down to daily. Mm-hmm. What do we do daily that helps us meet our goal? And it keeps us on track. We do that for EZM. We do that for you know Detail Booking, booking yeah. for you know all the other companies as well. And that's what keeps us on track. Mm-hmm. That's what that's how we know. Um, that's how we keep our thumb on the pulse and know that if what we're doing is working, and we can make adjustments if need be. So, right. you know, it's big. Um, another thing we got going is uh, this was very interesting. Um, our producer Jessica sent over a questionnaire like she always does to our MVP or anybody that's going to be on our podcast and asked them some questions. And one of the questions is, did he belong to any detail group out there? And, Ryan, do you know what his answer was? No, I do not, Dustin. I do because you told me earlier, but I, I wouldn't have known it and I wouldn't have guessed it. I'm glad you lied, Ryan. Okay, um, <laughs> No, he, his answer was, yes, I'm a part of the detail bookie group. That's amazing. And we were kind of, like, taken back by that answer. Um, yeah, because, you know, when when you're in the grind and you're in the needy, you're just like, you know, you consider yourself a business, a, a software company. Um, a tech company, but you don't consider us a group necessarily. Sure, like an organization almost is yeah. what it is. But yeah. we are. Yeah. But we are. That's and, right. And it was really an eye-opening experience to see that the things that we put in place make people feel connected to us. Mm-hmm. And I think it is so important, and I'm so happy that he had that answer. And, you know, we do have the group, the MVP group um, on Facebook. And, dude, it's tight-knit, man. It's, yeah. it's tight-knit, and it's full of industry just – I mean, professionals, these guys yeah. that have done it for years, yep. but then the new guys and the fact that the new guys aren't afraid to like ask a question in there, you know, like they might be in some of these other groups. I right. mean, they're getting real life help in there and it's not just detailing, it's business related. It's, you know, customer experiences. I mean, yep. really it's a little bit of everything in there and all of it helps us develop the software better Listen, to, to meet what they need. The reason these groups are seeing so much they're having such a hard time controlling and all is because you got guys that run them that have pride and they have like uh a, you know um like a you know something an agenda to right. push right well with detail bookie there is no pride and there is no agenda right this is a group a community effort to for literally to provide the best product mm-hmm. okay and to provide the best support and we know that there's power in numbers that's right and if you put those numbers together and you treat people like humans then, then you get then you get great content and That's you right. get great results and so there's no reason to bash because we're all on the same playing field. Sure, you know yeah. we're not we're not preaching from up here. We're we're down here with you and we're in we're and we're in the grind every day. You know, um, so I'm proud of our group. I'm proud of where it's came. Uh, you know, it, the the original idea of it was was built on you know um, people to have a place to go and ask any question they want to ask. 
and not be chastised or not be drug, right. you know, through it. And so I'm very happy to see where it is. And, and, and it worked. You know, That's this right. guy, you know, Eric, he, he said, uh, you know, he's a part of our group. That's awesome. And, and it's, it's really so cool. cool. That's yep. awesome, man. Well, speaking of, you want to go ahead and uh, do we got anything else to cover before we bring on uh, our no, guy? You know what? We can, uh, you know, one thing that I do want to mention right here, and, and Ryan, it's, it's a little off topic, but we mentioned a couple times about business. And I do want, you, you know, I want everybody to understand where I see this podcast going and where I see Detail Bookie going is, is listen, we're a business solution and we're business, you know, I'm a business-minded person and I want the industry to get that from us. I want us to be able to give, you know, help these guys that are otherwise not necessarily great businessmen, mm-hmm. in some cases, businessmen and women. Sure. But we want to be that tool, that resource that you can go to and get advice and get help business-wise. Right. Our software is a business solution. That's okay? right. And it makes sense. So I want you guys to understand that that's the that's that's some of the value that I want coming out of this this podcast. And when you're listening to it, you can listen in for those little things here and there that you can take and apply to your business. And um, and uh, I'm sorry, I just lost the train of thought. Yeah, we, got it. we have a call coming in. So. Um, but anyways, lost. Um, so you know that you can apply to your business and actually get something out of. You know. There's one thing we didn't have on our list that I'm just excited for, and I know I've been talking about it for months now. Uh, Mobile Tech Expo is is just around the corner. Later yeah. on, I mean, we've only got a couple of weeks, right, before we're and, heading down for. Yes, and we have, man, we have the cool. I'm not going to. Oh, we no, no, we can't. No, 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 no. Well, just tell me. Look, look, just just know that we have the coolest thing that we are unveiling down there i'm not going to say any more about it okay then if you're at mobile tech expo you make sure to come by and see us because you're not going to want to miss this oh absolutely i mean if you guys have seen our booth before it's been killer just wait just wait okay all right let's bring on eric boston let's talk to him about what he's got going on let's hear about his family let's hear about what everything there is to know about mr eric what's up buddy Hey, what's going on, man? How's, How's it going? going? See, we've talked multiple it's times. Going. We've never, never uh, zoomed uh, before, so really? it's good to finally meet yeah, you and no. see you in person. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, hey, man, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll just jump right into this thing. Uh, I'm wearing a okay. jacket. You look like you're wearing a jacket. I, I came on and said how cold it was here at a chilling, a bone chilling 55 degrees. Uh, you're <laughs> mm-hmm. up in New York. How cold is it up there? Uh, it is. Nine, <laughs> like nine, nine, just nine, just nine. <laughs> just the nine, nine degrees. Oh my! Nine God. degrees and a complete whiteout right now. You can't see anything. Get out of here! How do you feel uh, asking him that question earlier? Uh, I feel like a goober. <laughs> I was like, oh man, whew, it's chilly up here. Burr. And, uh, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's bad here. It's bad. Uh, I, I'll tell you a funny story about the number nine. Um, I had bought tickets for myself and my granddad to the national championship game. You know, I don't know if you know, but Alabama's playing Georgia. And uh, so we're Alabama fans. And he's like, hey, if Alabama goes, I want you to carry me. He's almost 90, by the way. And so I bought the tickets, bought the hotel room. I'm like, yeah, we're going. I checked the weather, and the the low was 12, and the high was 20. And I'm like, I call him up, and I'm like, hey, granddad, uh, 
I don't know if we should do this. And he's like, wow, what's wrong? He said, well, it's going to be snowing the day before, and I was like 22 that day, and I was 20. I said, I don't know if we need to make this trip. He's like, I'm not going up there in that cold weather. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's, a, that's I mean, a normal here during this time of the year, normal that's all year. Wow. That's crazy. So you got the tickets yeah. still? I still have the tickets. They're for sale. So you want to – oh, They're I thought you were about to invite your buddy Ryan to the SEC uh, no. to the championship game. Hey, no, I, no. I, I, w- I would love to go, Dustin. Thank you. Let's do that. Well, good. They're for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, this is going to be an awesome game, too. That's great. So uh, going into the new year, uh, you got big goals. You, you kind of said anything. Uh, you got big things in, in mind? Uh, i got a couple things. Um, we have a second location. I'm hopefully oh. going to have open and ready to roll by March. Heck I'm yeah. hoping. Okay. Uh, going into the body side of things. You know, detailing is great, but yeah. the competition up here is fierce, yeah. and I'm the only one going into body work. Okay, so I figured awesome. they each kind of go hand in hand with each other. So, so damage like paint. I mean, you can you do full repair. Everything. Nice. Everything. Resprays, collision, framework, everything. Heck yeah, heck yeah. So you got a yep. shop right now that you run uh, your detailing yep. business out of. So I guess you're going to grab get another shop mm-hmm. as a second location. Yeah, I have. I found another shop about ten minutes away. Nice. Heck yeah, man. That's great. Yep. And so you actually yep. have some extra skills that a lot of our detailers, you know, mm-hmm. uh, don't have previously. You're, I mean, you, you're, you've you been a mechanic as well as, as yep. your detailing, correct? Yep. Yep. I turned around just for a long time before detailing, and yeah, I just that, got fed up with it. <laughs> yeah. So just uh, yeah. what what got you interested in uh, detailing or cars? I mean, is this something that you've just always been interested in, or was there somebody that kind of um, – um, I was kind of born into it. Uh, my dad worked for GM for almost 40 years. So when wow. I came out of the womb, I had wrenches in my hands. <laughs> you know, I was in the garage with my dad every weekend when he was working on cars, trucks, anything you could think of. And I kind of just dove in with him. Yeah. Um, my dad passed away. It'll be six years this coming up November. Um, and when he passed away, I got heavy into it. I was working two and three jobs at a time, wrenching all day long, side work after work. Um, and then I just kind of got fed up with it. Yeah, it's, it's it's a hard, it's a rough job. I did it for a long time. So what what uh, we really you know just kind of diving right into detailing, and you know it ends up like that sometimes. Yeah, but, we try to steer away from it uh, just because yeah. we want to get the personal side. But did we find what? out that's a big personal part of everybody's life? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so transitioning from repair to detailing, what what incentivized that transition? How how would you end up there? Well, turning wrenches, at least up in my area, you know, it's a very cutthroat business. You know, there's a lot of techs going from one shop to another, you know, new dealerships, buying out old dealerships, replacing all the management. It was kind of like a big turn and burn up here. Um, Eventually, I got positioned into like a service manager or store manager role at a dealership. And I kind of liked it. I kind of liked being in charge and doing things the way I think they should be done. Um, And then I did that for a while. And then all of a sudden, COVID hit. And everybody got laid off. So I thought to myself, wow, I'm sitting here at home doing nothing. Let me try jumping into detailing full time. You know, when I first got my license back when I was 16, I would wash my truck every day, wax my (laughs) truck every day. The first truck I ever bought. And it it was great satisfaction looking at the end result. Um, So I just dove in. I just thought about it, YouTube, research, and just dove head first. Nice. That's awesome, nice. man. You know, uh, it was funny. When I was uh, 16 or 15, uh, I had bought my first vehicle. 
And uh, and my dad, I was the same way. I was watching it like every day. He's like, "You're gonna watch the paint off that thing," <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and I really dropped yep. it. Like, <laughs> and uh, yep, so yep. it's funny, you know. I want to I want to mention something right quick. So you, uh, I was reading a book, or I am reading a book, and mm-hmm. and one of the things I read last night was, you know, it, it it's it's just this book about um, how to like kind of be like the best leader or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and anyways, and it brings up the point where like these big corporations, these big industries, they have a hard time retaining. They have a hard time. So what, like you said, is turn and burn, right? Yep. And it's because yep. they treat everybody as a number. Yep. And so mm-hmm. when we, you know, the advantage that we have as small business is we don't, you know, we should make it's it's a personal connection. It's a family. It's not mm-hmm. a, you know, it's not you're not just a right. number on there. And so you do things, you know, that that create. Uh, and, and I was reading this book, and I'm like, my God, it's like this is what we do here at Easy End, right. and uh, you know, for all the companies, and um, and it just validated that. But you treat, you know, you you do these things that these big companies can't do, and that's why they have all this turnover because you're just a number on the books. That's right. And just like your yep. experience, I mean, yep. you're like, man, this is this is sucks. You know, let me go do something on my yeah. own where I control my destiny. You mm-hmm. know? Right. But I don't know if it's like that everywhere. You know, it, yeah. My mom lives in Ohio. My my wife has family down south. You know, when I would travel to either my mom's or her mom's, just speaking to different people at different garages, everybody's so nice down south, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, very nice. Up here, it's completely different. It's night and day. Really? You know, up in my area, if you walk in a public area and you look at somebody wrong, it's it's bad They're up gonna here address in New York. It, yeah. And so, yeah. you know, and, and then we get told that all the time. Oh, yeah. you're one of those southerners, you know, like they just like, I don't know. I, I mean, charm. when I walk around, I, I, I'm a look around and then oh, if talk. i make eye contact i'm gonna say hello or else yeah. that's rude yeah you know? it is. Yep. it's considered rude yep. not to yep. talk yeah and, and right speak. right completely um, different here <laughs> that's wild man I've, I've never really lived yeah. anywhere outside of the south so it's just uh that'd be a whole different yeah. experience so yep. jumping into business i mean you had to have some struggles there how was like your first year how was getting you know getting started i mean you'd come from the so getting started was kind of rough um you know i started really legitimately right before COVID hit um and i started out of my home garage at the time it was a single stall heated garage nothing special you know um i i just did a lot of research you know i thought to myself hey i got a little money saved up my wife has a good job she encouraged me and pushed me to do it um so i just did a lot of research figured out what's the cheapest route i can go to start with I mean, I already knew how to detail. I already knew how to do paint correction. Just being in the business as long as I have, I've acquired the skills throughout my journey. Um, So I just bought some cheap equipment, man. And and I advertise services very, very cheap just to get my feet wet. And then I I grew. Um, I think my first month doing it, I made 1500 bucks. (laughs) This September, I made close to 20,000. Nice, nice. That's fantastic, yep. and, and and you know, so speaking of that, I was on a call with a detailer in my area. They just started, and it's a it's female, so she just started her detailing business. You know, probably twenty miles from me. Okay, and I'd send her a friend request, like I always do to anybody that's in the industry, any anywhere, but really the ones around me. Mm-hmm. And so she came to my office. I wasn't there. I was having lunch, and she called me or sent me a message. And uh, and she said, "Look, uh, Dustin. First of all, I have a question for you." And I said, "Well, what's that?" She said. Well, I get, I'm, I've, I've got plenty of business. i got, you know, more business than I can do. She said, but the problem is, is everybody that calls me, they, they've called your shop first, and they've got a price from you, and maybe it's higher than what they're willing to pay. How much will you charge? 
And so she said, and I'm charging them too cheap, you know. And I said, well, what are the jobs like that you're getting? She said, they're trashed. You know, it's taking me hours and hours to, mm-hmm. to do these. And I said, well, you know why, right? And she's like, no. I said, because you're too cheap. The, the problem with these people that, you know, when you start out, and we all do this. I'm guilty. I mean, dude, we were doing I can't, I don't know, I would be embarrassed to tell you what we used to do details for. So, and you got right. the worst of the worst. And the people that, you yep. know, the, the people that have the that end of it, they expect they expect it to be something that it can't. It's the worst ones you're going to I still get. get that now. Yeah. I, st- I still get it now. And people got to yeah. understand that your pricing dictates the, <laughs> the customer, you know? And it's not the other way around. And, and it's a hard concept to understand. But, but you know, it's it, it does. It helps filter out some of those really bad ones that, that may not yep. be willing to pay for the work that, that, need, that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of competition in my area, and mm-hmm. I'm probably the highest price yeah. out of everyone. Just because if one of those cars does come in, I want to be paid to do the job. Yeah. Um, it, I've had cars come in with cockroaches in them. I've had too. dumpster car. Yeah, I've had yeah. bad cars. You know, and and so like, here's the my mindset: is if I get that job now, we have the time to spend on it that we need to get it right. Yep. And so if a customer's willing to pay for us to do that, that's great. We're excited about doing that nasty car because now we know that we're going to have a day to spend on it. That's we're right. not trying to do it in 45 minutes like we were in the past and, and have 12 of them right. stacked up here. You know, um, yep. And so that's yep. the difference. That's where pricing helps dictate the jobs that you're getting. And, mm-hmm. and you know, she was struggling. She was like pulling her hair out, you know, a few months into it. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I can tell you why. And so, needless to say, she's getting on the software, and she's uh, going to help herself out a little bit. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For and sure. And we try not to look at, you know, detailers around us as competition. I mean, nah. if anything, they end up being assets to, to us because once we mm-hmm. are able to validate their skills, you know, it comes to time where we don't have the time to detail some of these good customers that we had for a long time. Right. At least we we know somebody that we can send them to. To, to get a good mm-hmm. quality job, you know, Most if definitely. we can't get to it. So, yep. so um, yeah, so, I have a couple of them. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what you do. So, you know, obviously it's, you know, you got to keep the business coming in. Uh, speaking to marketing, mm-hmm. uh, you have, I mean, how, how do you handle your marketing? You do it all yourself? Are you paying somebody to do it? Or? Um, I do 80% of it myself. I do have a marketing okay. company for my website. Yeah. Um, when I started out, I was spending 30 to $40 a day on Facebook ads just mm-hmm. to get my name further out there. Yep. Um, so probably my first four months of revenue was just advertisement wow. when yeah. I started out. Um, and I really, I didn't make a website right away. I mean, it's only been a year since my website's actually been live now. Wow. Um, I was just doing word of mouth. People knew me from being a mechanic, um, Facebook ads, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, and it's amazing what Facebook will do to you in social media. I mean, first of all, that's where people are spending their time. Um, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I first started in detailing, uh, Facebook had – well, first of all, when I first started, they didn't even have ads or, or, or boosted posts. But then when they came out with the boosted posts, that's the first thing that I started doing. And right. I started spending my – and it was like pennies to get to thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I would take these before and yep. afters, and I would boost the post like 10 bucks, and it'd get to like 10,000 people. Wow. And I'm just like, man. Yep. This, and it literally built my detailing business off of – paid social media ads they weren't ads at the time they were facebook posts um but it was incredible that we could get directly to the source of our people for so cheap and so it's still they they figured it out i mean obviously the more demand they had to raise the price and it's a lot more expensive now but um, oh yeah but but that's still where the people are you know and they've developed more tools 
to develop to, oh, to directly yeah. target people. Yeah, you so know? used to yep. yeah, a boosted post would go out to just everybody, mm-hmm. and now of course Facebook mm-hmm. ads can be targeted, and they should be targeted. Yeah, it, to it your... took it took some time to learn the keywords for my area, what yes. to target. Uh-huh. Um, so I probably wasted a good three grand before I figured that out. Yeah, uh, but eventually it came. Eventually yeah. it came. Yeah, and it's not wasted. That's education. That's right. You know, it's it's yeah, education. It's, it's a lesson. It's, it's an it's investment into yourself. And uh, yeah, yep. trust me, I've made a lot of investments into myself over the years. <laughs> and so I so I get that completely. Um, you know, so you know, I, uh, I I pride ourselves. We we do a lot of marketing on it, but it takes that to get the business. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you said competition oh, for sure. in your area, so you got to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Very I'm, small area for a lot of competition. I mean, we're in a. I think the town I live in is 1,200 people. That's all that's in this little town. Oh, wow. wow. Then a 20-minute drive one way and a 20-minute drive the other way, it's only like 20,000 people. So like, you really? figure in an area of maybe a maximum of 40,000 people, there's probably 10 to 15 of us. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Now, how many? That's um, why I say it's competition. Sure, yeah, yeah. that many of them it has yeah. to be. Um, how many yeah. employees do you currently have? I have one. I have one okay. body guy. Nice. Okay. All okay. right. Yep. So opening the other shop, I guess you're you're gonna have to probably hire do some hiring to to staff it. Um, Are you gonna kind of? I'm gonna keep just me and him for a little while. There you Mm. go. Um, Because I figured collision and bodywork bring in coatings. You know, it's one after another. Um, Especially if a car has coverage and they've already had a coating, the insurance company will pay to have another coating. So. A lot of the detailers around here are PPF coatings. You know, wraps. There's nobody doing bodywork. Uh, I think it's smart. and there's only two body shops here in my area so yeah and they go hand in hand I mean they really do yep. um, a lot of we, yep. we do detailing for some body shops you know they're uh, once mm-hmm. they're once they get them repaired they'll send them up here and we'll we'll do the detail for them um, the ones mm-hmm. that are willing to pay for it but you know it's it's good business and it goes hand in hand yeah um, yep. So yep, definitely. yeah I, I love it man so uh, second location, you got to get it going. I mean, there's going to be some hustle involved in that. So uh, up your marketing yep. game, get over there, get set up. I mean, you know, it's yep. just it's it's all inclusive, man. It's a lot of work coming up. A lot of money, a lot of money getting a second location running for sure. Oh God, I can imagine. Yeah, no doubt. It is, but you know, yeah. that's fun. That's exciting times. I mean, you know, we I think we're probably a year or two away from our second location, and, and you know, we we kicked it around. We matter of fact, we just came off the road. I don't know if you've done any mobile detailing. But um, we we were. Mobile. I tried. I tried. Yeah. You know, up here in upstate New York, it's all farm country. Mm-hmm. You know, just to, for me to get to somebody's, you know, a location, 15, 20 minute drive one sure. way, same back. So up in my area, mobile really isn't big. Nobody around here does it. Mm-hmm. Over the summertime, I actually built the mobile rig. I bought a trailer. I bought all the equipment. I built it, advertised, got nothing. Oh, really? Wow. Big flop. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we did it. That's another investment into yourself. <laughs> Education. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We we yeah. uh we just came off. We were mobile for seven seven or eight years, um, and and we just made the decision about four or five months ago, maybe, uh, mm. to to come off the road and go shop based only. And let me tell you, it's been the best decision, one of the best decisions I've ever made, uh, to have everybody here at the shop. And that gave us the opportunity to kind of do the shop remodel that I was talking about. Right. And it brings my whole crew here under one roof. Um, you know, every day we're not controlled by the weather or, or um, living out of hotels, which was tough for the guys. And, right. you know, and, and then we control the quality that goes out, you know, when you're when you're mm-hmm. on the road. And we were down doing large boats that were an hour, hour and a half away from the oh, shop. Wow. So, so there's a lot of commute nice. going back and forth, hard to manage yep. that. So. And it's nice having all the tools yeah. right there <laughs> when you need them. It really is. It really right. is. So, um, so we, we've, been, we've been focusing on something. 
Uh, we've been focusing mm-hmm. on something a lot lately, and this is something that I want to make sure that we transition to, and that's the business side of things. So a lot of detailers get into it because they just love detailing, they love polishing paint, um, but they don't have a business sense. How would you think that? How would you say that you kind of stack up in that realm? Is that something that you um, that you value running the business side, or is it still just one of those things where I just want to you know do the work and let somebody else bother with the business? Um, I like doing it both. Um, right. I like the reason I like doing it the you know my way is because I think my way is the right way. Um, <laughs> I can back up what I say and what I say I can do. Sure. Um, I have you know anything I do I always read. I read books. I read articles. Nice. I try to research everything as much as possible, and I play every scenario out in my head. You know, if I do this this way, what will the outcome be, or what could happen? So it's kind of like a puzzle to me. I, I like puzzles. So running a business, it's kind of like a puzzle because anything can change. Anything can happen. I, you know? I love that. I think that's the best analogy that I've heard. Uh, you know, business is, mm-hmm. and it's very it's very strategic, and, and everything has mm-hmm. to go kind of together as it should. And, and it's not always perfect. Listen, you know, like you said, right. you've, you've made decisions, and they didn't necessarily hit. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I never right. consider those things a failure. It's literally just a stepping stone to get to where you are today. And, and, and that's right. not lips or that's not like just like a facade or not. that's like real, you know, like I think that 40 chess is a, is a very accurate, you know, 40 chess. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You know, 40 chess. <laughs> I don't know about 40. Oh, chess. man, it's a whole nother level, what, you know. OK, what is 40 chess? Well, you've got, you know, multiple <laughs> levels up and down. You got four and yeah. back. You got. Yeah. Your top. Oh, it's just it's just I also complex. think that you need to be somewhat obsessed with wanting to run a business. I Absolutely. Mean, I think I think that's the biggest thing is when you're obsessed with something, you're going to win. You're going to make out. So, well, and you have to be because in business things get challenging, right? You don't you don't yep. just wake up and everything goes your way every day because it's sure mm-hmm. actually it's the right. opposite. You know, you're going to run into roadblocks and things and issues mm-hmm. every day. You got to be if you're not obsessed and literally like just laser focused on it. Then, then you're going to say, hey, man, this is just not for me. Like you have to wake up with that burning desire that this is going to succeed because you're going to get faced right. with every bit of adversity that you can. I mean, it's just going to happen. And so it's a, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a thing that you just have to be obsessed with. Yep. Yep. And you can't take uh, criticism in a bad way. No, you know, no, you have man. to, people are going to say things, people are going to do things. You just got to be focused on the goal. Yeah, and and pick and choose what you think you need. You know, you don't have to hear everything that's said to you. Uh, You can let it pass through um, and then select what you want to hear. Um, it's something that I've gotten good at over, over the years is cause you know, listen, when, uh, when I bought this property that we're at now, we're in the, we're in the center mm-hmm. of our town of six and a half acres dead smack in the middle mm-hmm. that had set vacant nice. for like seven or eight years and mm-hmm. it was dilapidated. So we bought it, we, you know, renovated mm-hmm. it and every, it, the common trend was everybody that came up here, first of all, told us that, that they, they should, you know, that, oh, I had that idea. Okay. And then second is how we should do it, you know. And I'm like, oh, right. okay, you know, and I'm listening, and you know, it's like one ear and out the other, right? <laughs> you know? Right, right, uh, right. You, know, you got you to know what you want to do and just follow yeah, what you want to do and not know, try to listen to everybody else. No, because everybody's got an opinion. You know? I hear their How own. great exactly. were some of the suggestions? So tell me the worst one. Uh, the worst suggestion? Oh, uh, put a bar. Uh, put a, uh, yeah, this is, and this is a good friend of mine. I hope he's talking about Ty- <laughs> Tyron, if you're listening, he, he, uh, he does our copiers. But he was really politic and hard he's a he's a, a mentor of mine i would consider him that mm-hmm. um but he he was suggesting that i put a bar in uh in easy in our retail store and he's like man we could do a bar we could have a club it's like i make a nightclub out of it and i'm like 
Yeah, I don't need to own a bar or a nightclub. <laughs> I would be our biggest customer. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, just being able to let some of those ideas pass through. No, that's hilarious. But every yep. business that yep. you have ties right into the other one, and it yep. just, man, it's a smart model. So, you know, yep. detailing is trendy. There's always the new, greatest, and, uh, you know, thing around there. How do you keep up with the trends? What are you following? Uh, I follow everything, man. Uh, okay. YouTube. I, I follow everyone on YouTube that has, yeah. has any good information. I mean, there's a couple of them out there that don't. You're you know, right. um, I read everything I can online to to follow with the trends. Um, you know, I had some bad advice given to me too. Actually, two days ago, Uh-oh. a friend of mine told me, "Eric, why don't you carry every brand of ceramic coating?" Oh my god! Uh, I good. thought that no. was horrible advice. No, that's terrible. Advice. I thought that was horrible. <laughs> Terrible, Should you know, because Joel how are you going to sell one brand of coating over another one? You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's, but, yeah, God. Yeah, that's but, great. And 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 we know guys that do like they got seven or eight mm-hmm. brands, and it's just like how you know you're confusing your customer. How do you know what to pick? I don't know, man. And then how do you know? Yeah, you're going to be telling Bob next to you that you should go with ceramic pro while trying to sell System X to somebody else. You know, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. One, man. That's and knowing one, you got you know. IGL on your own personal vehicle, so right? <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely got to be confusing. Right. Listen, it's so funny to right. hear Joel. So Joel LaPon's a friend of mine. He owns IGL, and uh, a great product, by the way. And mm-hmm. uh, he, um, you know, we were had him on, and he's like, you know, I get a phone call from a guy wanting to buy my product, and, and so the first thing he says, well, what all products do you offer? And he'll name, they'll name like five or six other coding companies, He's like, I don't think you need IGL. You got enough on your hands. Yeah. He won't sell to them. Dude. He yeah. And right. you know, who can blame him? I mean, you know, and, and nope. then these guys, the detailers that do this, they want mm-hmm. exclusivity. So, like, they want to offer six brands, but they don't want IGL to sell to another guy or system to sell to the detailer down the road. And he's like, well, right. you're not giving me the same respect. And right, I don't mm-hmm. know. I have my, I have my own yeah, opinion on those things, but. Yeah, you can't, you know, I don't know how all these guys keep up with what they put on. I mean, I know how they can keep up with it, but I don't know, like, how you expect to to tell a customer the expectation if you're doing a different coding every day and, and, and different style. Right. I, don't, I don't know how they do it. Yep. You have to check out uh, Drake I stick Roberts. with just one. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, we, we do I too. We got just one. Yeah, so, and, and, you know, I think loyalty has, a, you know, has its benefits as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so, um, but look, man, so talking about detailing we all kind of got the horror stories what is uh what would you say one of the worst details that you've ever done is so i had a car come in um it was an uber car oh, so God. it was it was a mess i mean it was puked in i mean yeah. it i can't even explain in words what it looked like <laughs> on the inside and what the smell was oh God. um i called the customer yeah i told him 1200 bucks <laughs> thinking he wouldn't accept it sure and hoping, he did hoping he oh, uh, so i went down to the dealer and i bought a new carpet for the interior yeah right for 400 bucks and swapped it <laughs> that's great that is great Done. that's fine hey that's awesome uh, so ryan loves yeah. to tell this story about me i actually thought it was a great idea to have a competition one time okay and the dirtiest car and then ezm would clean it for free like i started this yeah yeah okay did you put some money for, behind that too yeah i, think was a, yeah, I paid ad. for the ad i mean this was years ago and i, and I was like Ooh. you know let's 
but it's great for engagement, you know. So everybody was taking mm-hmm. pictures of their cars and all. And dude, we got this truck that literally had been like mud riding with the windows down, and the car, I mean, Ooh. it's just covered, covered in mud. I mean, it was awful, yeah. and we had to detail this thing for free. And I'm like, what was I thinking? Well, even better, Lovely. what were the rest of your details for the next few months? Yeah, <laughs> trashed vehicles. Because then when we showed the before, I get I get some from a construction company guy who uh, pours concrete, so the interior oh, of every no. vehicle he brings me is all concrete dust yeah oh, that's bad and, and that's the worst too because it gets wet and that's it sticks to brutal. it, it concrete's awful yeah. awful and you know what's even yep. worse you know what's made this concrete thing even worse is the carpet fender wells whatever what idiot ever came up with putting carpet mm-hmm. in the fender well <laughs> everything sticks to that shit and then you yep. put you put concrete everything. in there oh my god yes when you say fender well you're talking yes, about the inside of the fender well it's carpet why it's carpet carpeted yeah. yes it's carpet yeah, it holds everything you can't get it all out <laughs> no you it's can't it's ridiculous it's terrible <laughs> it's terrible and yeah. I, I don't i mean i don't know what guy what engineer sitting around you know i think they did it for sound i'm sure right but dude like come on <laughs> carpet yeah. in the fender well yeah. <laughs> that's why they say that the engineer was sleeping with the detailer's wife right yeah. put carpet up underneath <laughs> the fender well <laughs> right Probably, probably. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, oh, so we're on this goal thing. We know you got a second shop in mind. What any other long term goals you got going? Um, bigger detail shop. Uh, right now, my detail shop is small. I mean, it's. 40 by 40. It's not very yeah. big. I can yeah. fit a dually in there and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, or two small cars or two SUVs. Mm-hmm. Um, I had thought about doing that before the body shop, but I thought if I did the body shop work, or, or shop first, I would bring in more work, yeah. um, bigger revenue, bigger more detail revenue. shop. Yeah. Yep. You know, because no. there's only one of me, so what's the point of doing two cars at once? You know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, bigger shop comes to bigger staff. Um, and, yep. and I like the body shop idea, man. I think that it it definitely distinguishes you from the rest. It gives um, mm-hmm. another service that you can cross sell over to. Um, I know that all yep. the time there's vehicles in here that's more damaged than we can fix, and that just mm-hmm. hey, you know why it's here? We can go ahead and take care of this scratch or this dent or whatever. Or yep. I mean, in your case, I mean big damage. You know? Yeah, we're gonna have the. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for you because now I'm gonna get to help you create this new. Uh, uh, you know, auto mechanics side of the software uh, yeah. that we're going to have to, you know. I've been thinking about it already, man. I've already made up, uh, well, I've wrote it down different services, packages, you know, yeah. pricing, Sweet. frame repair, dent repair. I've already thought it all over. I already got it all written down, ready to go. Fantastic. Fantastic. You let me know when you're yep. ready. I'll be happy to help you I get wish, that set up. Yeah, I'll send it right over to you. I wish everybody was that organized and prepared. Right. So. Um, so uh, these guys, everybody that's following you, how would they how would they follow you or find you on your social media websites, that kind of stuff? Where, how, where would they find you at? Well, website is bostonautoanddetailing.com, and Facebook mm-hmm. is facebook.com slash bostonautomotive. Awesome. Beautiful. Awesome. Got an Instagram yep. page, too, it looks like. Yeah, Boston Auto Detail, yeah. Sweet. Yep. Awesome. So normally in our show, this would be where we wrap it up with you, but... We're going to do this one different, right? That's right. So you're going to help us out with today's Jessica Hit It. (laughs) Thank you, ma'am. All right. So so we hear that you have a hack. And uh, let's preface it by this. This hack is not something that we would ever be able to perform down here. Well, we could perform it, but we wouldn't need it. We wouldn't right? need it. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. exactly. I mean, okay. I, I don't think we'd ever run into a situation where this would come up. Mm-hmm. Very but common I'm sure up here. It's something you deal with every day, I imagine. So tell us a little bit about yep. what you got. 
mostly in springtime you know up here in new york state whenever the roads get icy they salt the roads you know you could have a brand new car 2022 off the lot one winter in new york your car is going to be trashed Um, so when you get in and out of your vehicle from walking through slush snow salt and you get inside if you have black carpeted or any color carpet interior you're going to have this nice little ring of salt where your feet sit on your carpet And yeah. over the winter, it builds up. So I've had vehicles in here with salt stains like that thick. You're kidding, and you're in there with a scraper trying to get it off. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it can ruin the carpet because oh, it'll actually shit. rip it as you're trying to pull the salt off. Oh, geez. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So, so vinegar. Vinegar and hot water. You're kidding me. You spray Something it on the carpet, easy. yep, and it melts it. Yep. It melts the salt. Yep. No shit. That the is vinegar fantastic. melts salt. Yep. Yeah. Now, if we could figure out something that melts, water. if we could figure out something that melts sand and pet hair, we would like. You know how much money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Damn, man! If if, if vinegar yep. only melted pet hair, <laughs> yep. of course only you wouldn't wash your dog with it. <laughs> no, no, no. But if oh, you do man. bring it to me, I'll fix it. Right? <laughs> Not the dog, the car. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, man, dude, that is awesome. Man, that's a great hack. I know yep. that a lot of our uh, northern audience will absolutely be appreciating that. If they don't know that. Yep. Guys, if you are listening and you're not using vinegar to uh, melt away the salt, you have lost your mind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find some salt just to, just to test it out, yeah. man. Definitely. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Is it just I guess, is it just? I was hoping salt? to have one. I was hoping to have a car today to show you, but I don't. Oh, that would we be have awesome. a car cool. right now. So. Yeah. If you see, if you get one, uh, record us a shot of that. I really want to see that, man. We yeah, don't have anything like that down yeah. here. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, listen, man, yeah. Eric, it's been fantastic, dude. Like always, we appreciate your conversation. We appreciate the, you know, your business and the software, and 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 hearing your backstory and hearing how you got in the business. I mean, we're just everyday people, you know, running yeah. business, and that's who our audience is. And we appreciate the conversation and, and you kind of filling us in on how you do things. Not a problem. Not a problem. Awesome, man. Well, we're going to jump off of here. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll see you later. You're the man, sir. I look forward to catching hey, up with you Thanks, later guys. on the road. Thanks, brother. Take it see easy, you. buddy. Man, that's uh, that's awesome. So so vinegar melts away salt. I'm, i got to give it a try. And I wonder if the salt's different. I mean, I imagine it. I mean, so what they use to salt that's, the roads. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, is it regular it, salt? Might just be some. What is it called? Ionized. Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I Maybe four D chess. Yeah, we almost like went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Jessica corrected us. Jessica, Jessica got all this. We almost went down the four D chess. <laughs> rabbit hole. What did she do? I didn't see her. Did she turn around oh, and go? She's like, no. yeah, shut up, guys. Get, get back to the show. She saw it coming. <laughs> she saw it coming. <laughs> Sorry, Jessica. Okay, man. So what else we got to do? I know what we got to do. We got to draw for our hundred dollar giveaway. We're giving away a hundred bucks, and these are the people that have signed up to our MVPs that signed up for a year. That's right. And so and already by subscribing for the annual, yeah. you save 20%. Save 20%. You know what I'm saying? So they're already saving 20%. They're already winning even if they didn't win. Huh? That's absolutely correct. But I can tell you who's the winner today for the $100 Ooh. gift card. That is DIY Marine DIY. And Auto Detailing. Sweet. That's DIY Who is that? Ah, You have to say it. I know exactly who it is. But the fact is I don't have... I think I know them. I think I know who that is. No, I know who that is. I um, just have to. Anyway, so DIY, Marine, and Auto. Uh, that's, you're, <laughs> so many listen, people. Listen, you've won 100 bucks. We'll be sending you that gift card over. You just uh, shoot us a message where your address is, and we'll mail it over to you. We're not done yet. we got to figure out. I'm feeling I, hot, dude. I just gave away 100 bucks. Now uh, I'm going to give away 
You're, a, you're not hot. You're still not hot. Um, I mean, I, uh, to, be, uh, to be determined. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do now is draw our guest for next week's podcast. Okay. Oh, this thing is always so much fun. Yeah, this is fun watching you this struggle. Out. All right, let's see who we got here. Oh, I ripped it. Oh, no. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> we got Brian Parker from Expedient Detail. <laughs> That's awesome, awesome, brother. I love him. You think he's going to come to us from the beach? Uh, yeah, he was him? on the beach. Yeah. He was raising his prices on the beach. Right? That's the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I, that was great. Can't wait to talk to him about that. Hopefully, he's not on the beach this time of year. It's probably pretty chilly. Oh, I'm sure. Well, he's up in uh, uh, in. Georgia, so I'm sure that it's not terrible. It's probably terrible. Anyways, <laughs> listen, that's going to wrap up this uh, episode. Listen, it's fun as always. My favorite series, the MVP series. Absolutely. Don't forget, guys, if you uh, yeah, we we're, we stream live on YouTube, we're, <laughs> we are recorded on Spotify. That's right. Guys, follow us. Give us a like. Give us a share. Hit the subscribe button. This helps build our audience. It helps build our momentum. Makes for a better show. We're able to do things uh, bigger and better as always, and uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. We still have a few spots for our MVPs. So guys, if you want to get on the podcast, give us a shout. Drop your name in the comments. Let us know. That's and, right. Uh, we'll put you in the running. All right, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Happy detailing.